Fucking. All right. Welcome to the Degenerate Movie Review Podcast. We have to find a shorter name. We do. <laughs> um, everything about us is long. Wink. We could be a, <laughs> except our cocks. Oh. Uh, oh, were you implying dicks? My well, my cock is big, but in like the negative direction. I have a very deep, like inverted. I have a deep cavernous cock. <laughs> I put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, just like my cock usually does. Hello. Goodbye. All right. Um. Well, 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 welcome to a very special edition of Degenerates Movie Review. Yeah, this is a real treat for everyone. We did it. We did the thing. Yeah, we, we did, did the meme. We did the. We're meme. funny. We yeah. We're yeah. Fu- we did. see. All those guys saying we're not funny, we're funny. Yeah, because we did we, a meme. We did, we did, we did. Do I say it? Huh? Barbenheimer. 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 Uh, did you prefer Barb or Enheimer? We'll get into that. Okay. The results of this podcast will shock and confuse you. Yeah. Much like Barbenheimer shocked and confused me. I was so confused. My sexuality is in deep question. I'm so confused. After Oppenheimer. I'm even more confused. <laughs> uh, when do we roll the intro? You don't want to talk about anything? I don't know, man. I feel like we got a lot to. Can I talk? Or can I talk? I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Is a really quick one. The, so I'll talk about the little girl sitting next to me at Barbie. Okay. It was this little black girl, and she was with her uh, larger black mother, and they were sitting next to me, and the little girl did not get it. <laughs> she was like, I don't understand this movie. This movie's dumb. And at some point, there's like a really emotional scene, and it's going on, and the kid's staring at it. She's like, and she leans over to mom. She goes, "Hey, mommy!" And mom goes, "Shh!" <laughs> and, then, and, and just fucking locks back into the movie. I was like, ah, "That's funny. That is funny. That's great." I right, roll that intro. Well, <laughs> well I, could, I could talk real quick about my my Oppenheimer thing. Yeah. Uh, normally, I would never do this. I would normally never do this because I don't really like doing this, but I did find Oppenheimer on some backdoor website uh, because everyone told me what they thought of the movie and it was very late and there were no viewing. The earliest viewing time was at 1030 p.m., which means it's not going to start till fucking 11, which means I'm not going to walk out of the theater till two in the morning. (laughs) So I just like I found it. I hooked it up to my TV so just to still get that experience of it being on a big screen. Uh, and yeah, about halfway in to Oppenheimer, the screen just went black and offered a lot of local MILFs in my area. <laughs> which at that point, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. If they're right in Oyster Bay, I mean. Let's do it. Let's do it. It was like me. It was you like don't that, need a it, website to find horny yeah, milfs. It was in like Oyster the Bay. TikTok voice. It was like meet up with local milfs in your area. And of course, that's when like my parents got home from hanging out with their friends. My dad's like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I was like, yeah, I, I, was, "I was like, I no, was, no, no." I was cranking my hog. I was wearing time. this. I was like, "No, dad, I was just watching Oppenheimer." I was just fucking beating my dick like it owes me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've taken my dick places I wouldn't go with a loaded weapon. Yeah, deep, dark, dank alleyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's cue that intro.
need to complete my Oppenheimer look. I wish they smoked cigars, so this would have made sense. Yeah, I'm getting like a Tony Soprano vibe from you. <laughs> That's not Tony Soprano. Hey, he's going to be sleeping with the fishes. You know the Sopranos? <laughs> Have you seen one episode of the Sopranos? No, fuck that. <laughs> I don't like Italian mafia shit as much as you do. Somebody, uh, the other, some, one of my coworkers was asking me, I have so much pus coming out of my ear. Ew. I, dude, it's really unsettling. I have a bug bite on my ear. and It's just like, keeps squirting liquid out of it i know it was not even itchy i don't know what bit me that happened to my cock in 10th grade well that was an std Uh, 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 they know him by first name down at the clinic uh, Uh, oh damn charlie you bring your ratty ass back in here again the hell you say the hell you say i'm kind this time yeah he he was like yeah have you ever seen something or other i said no he goes really i go yeah i don't like mafia movies I don't know. They're, they don't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, I it's because I'm Irish. I well, I will say this: I like, I like mob movies, but I mean, there's kind of like a select few because I feel like out of the greats, there's so many ones that just try to be like that. You like, mean like try to be Scorsese? <laughs> yeah, yeah, ba- basically. <laughs> try, you know, but um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not even gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna dive into my my mob. Uh agenda today mob agenda My mob agenda i gotta go Look, i gotta uh, whack forget, someone after this forget podcast. the gay agenda this guy's on the mob agenda yeah. i'm in the mafia you better believe it yeah, see? Yeah, see? Yeah. uh all right well i guess we'll uh we'll dive into this fucking thing but but how <laughs> they're so different i don't know which you know what you got it like a quarter so I could oh, you want to flip a coin? We'll see what movie to start with. Or like a pen. Flip a pen. I have, a, I, have a, I have an old Samsung. Is it busted? Probably. All right. I mean, I guess. Uh, you don't have a coin. I don't carry cash, man. Yeah, but the amount of change I've... Can you give me a second? <laughs> I'm looking over here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am death. Get your fucking coin, you fuck. All right, it's it's, it's tails. We didn't pick which uh, one would be which. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, it's tails. All right, uh, pick what you call it in the air. Uh, well, uh, uh heads. Oh, fuck. Heads. heads for I can't what? call which one it is in the air. You call it when. Okay, okay. So Barbie's is heads. Oppenheimer's tails. All right, hit it. You didn't call it. Oh, I just did That's it. not how that works. <laughs> I dropped it. Well, it lent its heads. Which was? I don't remember. Fuck you. I think Barbie. All right, we'll do Barbie then. All right. What'd you think of it? <laughs> <That's> the- <laughs> did you like it? What was your Should we do a part? plot summary? What was your favorite how part? do you forget our <laughs> format every week? I don't know. All right. Get ready for this week's plot summary with Keegan. I'm a Barbie girl <laughs> in a Barbie world. I am plastic. It's fantastic. Those aren't the words. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, 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 <laughs> it opens up. Yeah. All right. Bear with me. I saw it two weeks ago. Um, Margot Robbie's hot. Oh, feet. yeah. Uh, whoa, whoa. All right. Slow down, fella. Slow down. I can't. 
Ugh. Yeah, maybe we should start by apologizing for the, the delay lately, but th- this one took some uh, uh, preparation. Time. The old Barbenheimer review. Yeah. Um. All right, we open up with Barbie, and Barbie's doing her Barbie thing in Barbie world. It's explained to us that there's the real world, and there's Barbie world. Which is just off the coast of California. <laughs> yeah, as it, yeah. as it would be. Yeah. Uh, we open up the Barbies. They're all living life. They're having fun. They're waving to each other and stuff. The Kens are there, too, just kind of existing. Yeah. And uh, Margot Robbie is our, uh, they call her generic Barbie or stereotypical Barbie, yeah, yeah. which sounds like they forgot the word generic. Yeah. Um, but she's just kind of like default Barbie, like, no, you know, no, nothing special. She's not the president or an astronaut or anything. Yeah. She just exists to be Barbie. Uh, she's walking around town doing her Barbie thing, you know, life's kind of, uh, fucking monotonous if you ask me, but that's the point. And then, uh, one day she starts malfunctioning. She's like, what the fuck? Her, her perfect feet go from pointed like a Barbie's down the flat and she starts freaking out. She's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they say, you got to go check out weird Barbie. She'll tell you what's going on. And that she does. That's Kate McKinnon. Cause who else would it be? Yeah. Um, she shows up and she goes, all right, so what's going on is the girl that's playing with you in the real world is fucking depressed. Uh, so you got to go into the real world, find her, cure her depression, and then uh, come back here and everything will be uh, peachy creams. All right. And she goes, OK. And she goes and Ken comes with her because he stores himself in her back seat. Yeah. He stowaways. Uh, they go to the real world. And they learn that the real world is kind of shitty. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, they, they find out that men rule the world. All right. Uh, yeah. Barbie doesn't like that, because why would you? And Ken loves that, because why wouldn't he? Yeah. So Ken sneaks back to Barbie world and convinces the Kens there that... We need patriarchy. We need to, uh, we, we need, we got to start running this shit. Yeah. Uh, Barbie finds the girl who's playing with her. Spoiler alert. She finds the, a girl who's a complete dickhead. And then it turns out to be that girl's mom. All right. All three of them head back to Barbie world. Ken's are in full swing. They got this shit on lock. They're running the place. The place looks like a frat house. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Obviously, everything's all tipsy-turvy. More importantly, they've enslaved the Barbies, which is intense. Yeah. Uh, Barbie kind of gives up before, uh, you know, uh, 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 real world. I forgot her name. Uh, (laughs) The girl who, like, owns her uh, is like, you're Barbie. You got to do it. Uh, And then they hatch a a plan to, to un, uh, you know, brainwash the Barbies. They do it. They overthrow the Kens in a political vote, uh, go democracy, and then um, then the movie ends. That yep. was Barbie. And kind of. There was a lot of good things along the way. Uh, yeah, I found this movie, uh, I will say, just to jump into my favorite aspect of it, is it... That's how we're going to do this? <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. Did I, you like it? Yeah, I fucking loved. I it. I loved it. I loved the and, shit. And out this, of it. this is why it, it, 
was a very self-aware movie. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, you and me have talked, mainly me, talked about this so frequently when I'm like, you know, this movie didn't know what it was. It was trying to be this, trying to be that. Barbie out of the I don't like that you fucking- mock us when you quote us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh, stupid idiots. Yeah, like last week, we were like, Duh. no, but this movie, right out of the gate, just fucking knew what it was trying to be. Like, right in the intro- you know, she was like uh, narrating and it was like, oh, over there's Ken, but he only has a good day when I wave to him. And he was like standing there with a surfboard like, hey, Barbie. She was like, hey, Ken. He's like, yes. He's like, you want to watch me surf? And he like bounces off the wave because it's like plastic. And he does this weird like cartoony <laughs> cartwheel in the air. And, and he's like, 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 a whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, and he like lands right on his butt. He's like, whoa. Oh, no. And like, that was like two minutes in. And right then and there, I'm like, okay, I'm going to fucking love this movie. It, yeah, it was super weird yeah. in the best way possible. It yeah. was so fucking funny. And even like down to like the, like just how everything operates is funny to me. Like how everyone kind of interacts and they're all kind of weird. Because they're all dolls, they're not like real people, so the way they walk around and yeah, act just, is weird. And it was so fucking like interesting and like weird and, and quirky and cute, and I just fucking love the shit out of it. Yeah. And, and I, you know what? I feel like people are going to be surprised. I, I feel like everyone went... So, no, I don't want to say that, it'll spoil the rest of it. I fucking loved Barbie. Barbie was awesome. Yeah, I don't seem like the type of person that would like Barbie, but, but Barbie I, was fucked. And everyone I tell, my my, my stepbrother, I knew he, I was going to see it, and he was like, oh, phone. that sucks for you. And I said, no, I'm excited to see it. And then I saw it, and I texted him and said, that was genuinely fucking amazing. Yeah, I got mad at you, because I was going to see it, and I called you, and I was like, hey, man, how was it? You're like, it was great. I'm like, I don't know if you're joking. You're like, no, it was like, really good. I'm like... I, I still don't know if you're fucking joking. And I, I started screaming at you on the phone. I'm like, are you kidding? Or are you not kidding? Was it good? You're like, dude, it was fucking good. I'm like, I still don't fucking believe you. Uh, you're mad at your father, honey, not me. Yeah, but it was it was really good. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I also fucking love Ryan Gosling. Uh, yeah. And like everything he's I done. thought everybody did a really good yeah. job. I, I didn't, I, there wasn't like a single, maybe Will Ferrell. I find Will Ferrell annoying. Yeah, I I don't like Will Ferrell, but he and he play, but he just you said this he just kind of played the Lego movie role again. Yeah, where he's like an idiot CEO. Yeah, which but, uh, you know I guess it worked for him. Uh, uh, yeah, it uh, you know I really like. He wasn't even in it that much. It, yeah, it didn't really add. It didn't detract. Yeah. It just kind of was. I did like the one how like. Like, when they were, like, trying to get the Barbie world, they were kind of fucking idiots about it. Yeah. And that was more like a, a corporate thing than a... Uh, all right. Here's something we could talk about. The politics of this movie. Oh, yeah. Let's dive straight into politics. Right into Let's make this, news. like, a bad first date and start off heavy with the politics. Yeah. Uh, there were none. I, I don't think there was... Uh, people are making this out to be, like, a super political movie. Yeah. It wasn't. It, it, people are like, oh, this is a stupid woke You can't talk about women empowerment. Yeah, I, it's, it's, shut up. It's not, first of all, shut up. 
It's yeah. a good movie, and like any good movie, the director attached like a moral like point, That's, a moral. That's yeah. all. It, like, yeah, there's like you know, it, there's. It's not political. It's like I'm the director. I'm a woman. This is what it's like. Yeah. Just to, just acknowledge that. I actually kind of liked like her speech at the end. The woman oh yeah, you did you know because it wasn't like us women are being you know suppressed and blah blah blah. She was like, it's so painful that every day you have to do this and act like this and then wind up doing this and then being that and it's just like oh my god. Like it just yeah, felt, it she felt had like very a, real. The the real world girl had this big monologue and it was like, oh, you, you know, you're expected to do one thing and the other thing. And she's like, and all these contradictions add up to like what our lives are supposed to be. And it's like, word. All right. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. You know what it is, too? It, it like. There were there have been so many attempts over like the past decade to like like weaponize feminism and all that and they're all like these corporate fucking phony hack versions like yeah all these movies that like when they remade the ghostbusters and like it's an all-women's cast like yeah that's gonna be fucking stupid yeah it's mission impossible but it's all like not not to not to stray off this but it's also kind of like you know how during like pride month every like entertainment channel will like have their stuff they'll like have their like logo like a rainbow yeah and it's like this is you don't care like this is you know what i mean like it's oh, the, like, yeah, just, that's just shut up I, I don't we need to stop expecting corporations to be fucking like moral hearted people yeah like moral fucking lighthouses out in the void yeah what well, is it bo burnham on inside where he made fun of that where he was like hi i like i'm a sales rep for a for a corporation and now people only care about our moral conundrums yeah I think he's so. like we're quaker oats and we don't believe in slavery yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah who uh, stop caring it doesn't matter don't care one way or the other yeah i don't give a shit chick-fil-a hates gay people all right you still buy their chicken all right shut up shut up I like their sandwiches. Yeah, maybe stop letting consumerism fucking, you know, guide your fucking life. How about that? Yeah. I don't give a shit. And does it bother you that much? You it, know what it, I mean? Like, who's sitting at home that angry? Like, fucking Chick-fil-A, fucking HK. I'll never get you. Oh, Bud Light? Oh, you think? All right. Never going to eat one of their fucking chicken sandwiches. And you know what? It's, all, it's always the fuck. Why are you Randy Savage? I don't know. <laughs> is he is he homophobic? Oh. Or uh, no, because if he didn't eat, uh, whatever. It's always like a like a moral wave too. Like uh it's like like the flavor of the week. Everybody gets mad at the same thing for yeah. a week and then forgets. Like nobody fucking Bud Light makes one bad marketing decision and all of a sudden like yeah. everybody gets morally outraged and then now nobody gives a shit. No, yeah. Like nobody, I'm not I'm not sitting there. Like, trans beer trans beer it's really hard for me to say this shit wearing this but like <laughs> shut up but, that's part of the joke yeah but also it's like I, yeah i mean with the whole bud light thing i just think it was a bad marketing decision you which know? doesn't affect me at all no here's the point. you want to know why because even if i want i'll go drink a coors light who are also gay so <laughs> damn <laughs> very gay actually uh, was it is it coors it might be miller i think it was Co- no no coors coors is the oldest corporation to support lgbt rights uh, ever 
They started in like the seventies or eighties yeah, with yeah. like a gay union. Fuck it. Whatever. Jokes on you. Dumbasses. You're drinking gay beer. Just get me drunk. There's like one beer that's not gay. And it's like weird Trump beer. <laughs> maga beer go, yeah, go drink your weird maga beer you freaks i'm sure you he doesn't have put, maga beer it's gonna be great it's it, it's, it's not be good it's not hey. filled with lead i promise there, there is no, no lead sit down you're ugly there's no le- this is <laughs> all right we're trying to we're trying to stupefy the populace so they keep voting for me that's exactly what's happening china china it's the china joe. virus joe biden yeah <laughs> Lock her up, Joe Biden. Lock her up, Joe Biden. Hunter Joe, Biden's Joe, dick. Joe. Did uh, you see Joe? Did you see Hunter Biden's dick? Joe, look at Hunter Biden's dick. Joe, look I've, at it. Joe, I've done more in four years than you've done in fifty. Joe, I've done your, I've done your son's Joe, dick. Joe, I wait. What do you mean? What are you, what are you talking about? His dick. Marjorie Taylor Greene showed on the floor of the House of Representatives pictures of uh, Hunter Biden's penis. Why? Because she's out of her fucking mind. She needs to be fucking shot. Look at it. Look at it. She's like, look at his dick. Look at his dick. That's the president's son. Everybody's like, who gives a shit? He's not the president. He has a dick. It's not like he, you know, gave him positions in office like the Trumps. I think we're we're starting to teeter here. Yeah, remind remind you, we're talking about the Barbie movie. (laughs) Yeah. No, but um, yeah, I should cut that down a little. <laughs> yeah, I think so, man. It's starting to... All right, all right. Sorry, sorry. I, I, I have a very secret political side. I'm about to go on a Trump rant. Ooh, I'm about to... Pro Donnie. Trump. Pro, where's my MAGA hat? Donnie. I'm coming for you, Donnie. Where's my MAGA hat? Um, um, yeah, but anyway, back to the movie. Uh, <laughs> I loved I loved the fucking uh, the set design. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I like the houses like they I mean, of course, they actually looked like Barbie playhouses, whatever. But like even like the beach and the water, it was just like it was just plastic. Yeah. It, it The waves were just they're like, take your shoes off, put your toes in the sand. And the sand just a hard plastic ground. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so over the top ridiculous. But I, I liked the I, I liked <laughs> I like the decisions they kept making with it, too. Like. You know, Barbie houses in real life don't have stairs, uh, so their houses don't have stairs. So when they want Margot Robbie to go downstairs, she walks off the side of the screen and then is just on the next floor. And yeah. she just walks back in. And it's just like, it's like ridiculous. It's like this. Yeah. Is so, or if she wants to leave her house, she goes to the roof and just floats down into her car. And the narrators, there is opening narration, by the way. I didn't mind it that much. Holy shit. Dude, the opening scene was a complete remake of 2001 oh, gonna, A Space know, Odyssey. Gonna, I, dude, fuck, I was oh going to bring that up. God. This is one of the three notes I wrote. Dude, I was in the theater like, ah! <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't. I won't do it. I won't watch there were, it. There were a bunch of like famous scenes recreated. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to name them all, but um, there were a couple. Dude, but like that I thought like, it was hilarious. Dude, when it opens up, like, <laughs> yeah. 
I was like, okay, they're doing the thing. Yeah. But then it's a bunch of little girls in a desert. And I was like, oh, they're really doing yeah, the thing. Yeah, and then she starts that's, smashing the baby dolls. That's what I mean. Is like, that's that's how you do like a reference right, is you crank it up to 10. Like, yeah. there's so many times where like a movie will do something and it'll everybody be like, that's a reference to Avatar The Last Airbender. But it's like, but it's not enough. It's yeah. not enough. It, you're just doing the bare minimum. The Barbie movie was like, yeah, do it and do it at 11. Like, yeah. it's a bunch of little girls out in the desert with Barbie Lord. dolls. Margot Robbie shows up and she's like 30 feet taller than them. Yeah. And they're like, that's the Barbie. Like, and they're like, just start smashing baby dolls all over the place. Yeah. It was fucking And they epic. even, she throws up the Barbie and it like uh, yeah. cartwheels in the air and then like whoosh, turns it was, into the logo. Yeah, it was, I it thought was, that was, it was great. a shot for shot remake of 2001. I fucking hate 2001, but they, that was great. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that is a very famous scene. Like, yeah, yeah. so whatever. But yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, but anyway, to what I was saying before was they didn't just like they didn't just do things and then forget about it. Like that, the ideas, the idea that Barbie World is a Barbie Dreamland set permeates throughout the entire. Th- every decision yeah. is based in that fact. Is that you know, she's driving down the street and she's like, that's Congress. And that's, you know, that's a space station. And that, and it's so stupid, but yeah. it works because she's driving around different Barbie play sets. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's not just like, oh, a quick joke. Oh, Barbie, you know, jumps off her roof to go to her car. No, at like yeah, several not- times does that happen throughout the movie. That's just how it is. That's yeah. just how she gets out of her house. And then when she starts malfunctioning, she goes, she can't just le- walk down the stairs. There's no stairs. So she goes to like float into her car and falls off her roof and eats shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, um, it, 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 it's not just a cheap throwaway joke. It's, it's baked into the DNA of the movie. And I love that kind of shit. Yeah. Like it, it's what I love is how, you know, you do think it's like a, a joke, but you know, again, yeah, it, it, it matters. <laughs> It, yeah, play, it, it plays a bigger role than a ha-ha. And, and you know what? What I, I can, what's great about it is that that allows you to do so many interesting, fun ideas yeah. that nobody's ever done before. Nobody's made a Barbie movie. Nobody's yeah. made a movie where everybody plays a toy. So with one simple decision, you can now explore so many different funny jokes and yeah. ideas that have never been done. It's like, yeah, that's. That's what you should be doing. Take an idea and run with it like that. I, I, that's what this movie that's killed it. That's what they that's what they did. Right. was they took an idea and they ran with it at full yeah. speed. And it was awesome. Even how like Ken is a toy. He sees the most like when he goes to the real world and discovers like patriarchy, he like shows <laughs> up to this like corporation building and all these suited guys get out of like these slick black escalades and he's like, whoa. And then he like walks into the building and sees like guys working out in the gym and there's like Rocky Balboa posters everywhere. <laughs> and he's like, whoa. And they're all like cranking iron, like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh my God. And then he sees guys in suits walking and he's like, and the music behind him is so intense. And he sees like money with like presidents on it. And he's like, oh my God. And then he just, cause he doesn't, because they're toys, so yeah. they don't, like, understand. But he just sees the most, like, stereotypical shit, and he's like, the whole world was built on man. 
<laughs> so he like goes to the library and just buys books on patriarchy. <laughs> but you find out he only likes it because of the horses. <laughs> and like, like some, I don't like running things. It's yeah, really hard. And like some woman goes up to him and goes, Do you have the time? He goes, You're asking me because you need me. Because I'm a man. But he didn't know the time. So at the end of the movie, he's wearing like six watches just in case that ever happens again. And again, you think it's a little throwaway joke like, oh, do you have the time? But then it comes full circle. Like now he's wearing a shitload of watches. There was never really just like one joke. Yeah, well, it, it is a little throwaway joke. But the, then it stacks little throwaway jokes up into yeah. a big joke. That's that's Which was that's called you- comedy writing, everybody. Yeah. That's how you write a comedy. All right. Can we are we are we all caught up to speed? We okay. are all caught up to speed. You do jokes and then you do callbacks and that stacks up into a funny movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's called comedy. That's called writing. Yeah. Oh god, no more Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> yeah, Adam. <laughs> no Sandler. more grown-ups. I don't want it. somebody said the other day they said I wish they'd make another grown-ups movie. I don't. Another grown-ups movie? No more. Do it again. See what happens, Adam Sandler. It's just a, yeah, I, I, fucking I came for you once. I'll do it again. Apparently, Adam Sandler, I, I think, is playing an astronaut in an upcoming movie. Adam Sandler's playing an ass. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think it's a comedy though. I think he's like, oh god, I gotta go to space. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, the the comedy in this movie was was fucking like I actually I was laughing like loud. Yeah, I don't usually do that. Like in uh, like, like in theaters, I'll acknowledge shit that's funny, but I was actually like laughing fucking hard at this shit. Yeah. And also, dude, I was uh, I was after it. I went to to the brewery. I went to Garvey's after, and with Serena, and we got some beers. And uh, Cassie was there, and the three of us were talking about it because she saw it with Bruno. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you know what? Ryan Gosling was fucking jacked in this movie. <laughs> and Serena was like, I know. She's like, I didn't want to like say anything to you. I was like, why? And then Cassie was like, yeah, I I, I mean, I, I wasn't going to say that to Bruno. I'm like, dude, I would have fucked Ryan Gosling <laughs> in that movie before either of you two. Dude, oh, you yeah. got fucking ripped up for this thing. And like, oh, you two didn't get the message of the movie, did you? Huh? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah, he can't. Ha- he can't be a fat Ken doll. He's got a fucking no, ass. no. The message, the fucking. They're they they think that you would have freaked out because. <laughs> yeah, they thought yeah. I would have been like, you think Ryan Gosling's hot and I'm not, but I'm your boyfriend. What the fuck? You yeah. think Ryan which is Gosling's like, hotter than me? Which is the moral of the story? Yeah, <laughs> like. Yeah, so to to touch back on what we said, but the the, the like oh. moral of the story. What do you stop jerking off over? No, that? I know you're my calves. I know you're all dressed up in pink and it turns you on, but you know, oh, stop it. Oh, so oh, stop, <laughs> stop it. Oh, I just want to rip it off. I, I am very hot in this blazer. I'm I mean, fine. I'm getting a lot of airflow in this deep. This deep horseshoe shape. <laughs> and he's not I'm, wearing pants. I was actually, I had a pair of pink pants. Never mind. Panties? Were, no, what were you, you saying? You should have worn panties. You wearing panties? No. Okay. You should have wore panties. And then, and we would never show your lower half. It was just me that knew. <laughs> hey. All right. All right. So what were you saying? 
What uh, was I saying? Moral, I got the, all distracted. The moral of the story, Ryan Gosling. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Like, all the chuds on the internet, like Ben Shapiro, are freaking out. They're like, it's about feminism. It's, it's about feminism. I don't approve. I hate little girls. Facts and logic. I, I hate women. I can't get my wife wet. Women should not be wet. I'm, <coughs> I'm, I'm Ben Shapiro. Oh, God. I fucking hate Ben Shapiro. This is a little yarmulke. <laughs> How? We're not getting to this. I'll, I'll say it at the end. Oh, I'm going to stick around for the last five minutes where I shit all over Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I'm so horny. I'm going to send it to him over Twitter. Yeah. Just and then pr- delete my account because fuck Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> just print out a photo of Ben Shapiro and just shit on it. I'm going to wipe my ass with Ben Shapiro's face. <laughs> um, yeah, all the fucking chuds want you to think that this is some like crazy like we hate men movie it's not all right the moral of the story is that if you don't if if we don't equalize the genders neither side will ever be happy like that's kind of the so barbies run the barbie world and the kens don't have shit then barbie and ken go to the real world where it's kind of flopped where like men get all the advantages women don't more so where it's like Barbie walks out and immediately there's like a bunch of disgusting like teenagers being like, tits and ass. Yeah, and like she ass. goes over to the construction site and like, hey, like, oh, oh yeah, tits yeah. and ass, tits and ass. Yeah. Which, you know, as a landscaper, we do that in the privacy of our trucks. All right. Let's be a little, let's be, have a little <laughs> fucking discretion. Yeah, have a little fucking respect. All right. We talk about how hot you are with the windows rolled up. All right. We yeah. don't just start screaming at you. It's 2023 for God's sakes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the point, like towards the towards the end, so the Kens take over, and then the Barbies kind of learn that, you know, they're not doing it for no reason. Yeah, they're kind of fucking the Kens over, and the yeah. Kens like say that, and the Barbies are kind of like, okay, we we see what you're saying, like, and and it's still played off as a joke. I I saw that criticism the other day. They're like. Dude, even the yeah, it's played off as a yeah. joke because it's not for you. Shut up. Um, but it was st- like still, it acknowledged it. It, it. the The point is that if if we're not equal, nobody's happy. Like yeah. one way, the Barbie world's fucked up too. Like the Barbie world's only run by women, yeah, and it's and like, just as fucked up as the real. Yeah, world. and Ken was like, "Hey, can I have a sleepover?" She's like, "Well, what are we gonna do?" He's like, "I don't even know," but he just wants to like be with her. She's like, "Well, it's a girls' night." And like girls' night is every it's night. Like in every Barbie night's land. girls' night. Yeah. And then they give them a taste of their own medicine, and it's not like the women were like the men took over. Now we have to take over again. They were trying to equalize their society. You the know? problem it's, is that the Kens are still fucking idiots. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> that's fucking not a dumb. commentary on men. That's a commentary on Ken dolls. Dude, the fact that he wears a shirt at the end that says "I am Kenuff." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! That was hilarious. Or the, uh, um, should we talk about our favorite character, Alan? Oh, Michael Sarah. Sarah. He was the best fucking character. I love the part where he's there, the, the real, you know, the, the real people, the, the humans, the, the mom and the daughter are leaving Barbie world because they're like, ah, well, I guess this shit fucked up. Shit went tits up. Fuck it. And he like sneaks into the back of their car. And so they're driving and he's like, and they freak out. They crash. And he's like, we have to get out of here because the Kens are taking over. And they're like, okay. 
He goes, and he points over to a construction crew. He goes, if we don't get out of here before they figure out how to build that wall sideways, we're done for. And they've just stacked bricks like yeah. 60 feet to the air. Yeah. And then he, my favorite part of that is like, Alan the whole time has just been played for as a joke. He goes, I'll hold him off. And he just books it towards them. Or like, they're like, hey, what are you doing over there? He's like, I'll handle this. And he runs over and just starts kicking the shit out of all them. Yeah. Michael Sarah beat the shit out of like, 13 bodybuilders <laughs> it was fucking hilarious <laughs> he was just fucking laying them out i thought it was fucking yeah. hilarious but again in the beginning you think that his character is just this light throwaway joke but then he comes back at the end and becomes actually actually like a vital character yeah well so that that's a type of joke this movie did really well like a bait and switch yeah they present michael Sarah and alan as a certain character very very heavy gay undertones <laughs> um they introduce his character as one way and then at some point they need him to do something they completely flip it around which is not an easy joke to pull off because yeah. under the right circumstances it's hilarious which is this movie is the right circumstances under other circumstances we'd be sitting here going that's not in line with his character yeah. that's not consistent yeah it's like it's a bait it's like here's michael sarah's character just kidding he's gonna kick some ass yeah it's like that's funny because it, it's the complete opposite and it's, it's also again, michael that, sarah yeah it's again that the point where it's, everything's cranked up to 11 mm-hmm. it makes it ridiculous enough that it works it's fucking hilarious um i think a lot of movies nowadays comedies especially are afraid to really give in and like yeah you know i was thinking i mean here's the thing i haven't seen every movie ever but haven't but i'm just on it sorry but i just think like i'm just trying to remember i I did this recently i was trying to remember like the last time like like a great comedy came out that didn't have any like agenda aside or you know got fucking ruled over by the studio like Dude, I th- I think I could be incorrect here, but I think in the year of 2007 and 2008, you had Superbad, Pineapple Express, Step Brothers, Tropic Thunder. Um there's one more big comedy that came out, but like oh, I think Knocked Up, like all those like Apatow movies and like Adam McKay and like, you know, those Seth Rogen comedies, like and Tropic Thunder is one of my favorite comedies of all Tropic time. Thunder. Tropic Thunder is really the only great movie. fucking movie. This is going to be controversial. That's the only movie on your list you just made that I actually like. Really? I, I the other ones I, I don't like stoner comedy, and a, a lot of that is you know Seth Rogen. Yeah, that's like that's like his joke. He's yeah. like I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, but I mean and those Jonah are, Hill, fuck that guy. I I hate Jonah Hill. Now. <laughs> fuck Jonah Hill. Like I I only, I like. I feel like I can't even watch Superbad just because I know what he's become. Fuck, yeah, fuck, well, yeah, fuck him more. Did you see those tweets that or um, texts? Oh, that, that he's got, like bugging out about his girl. Yeah, he's an in, little insecure bikinis? fucking shit. Yeah, all right, hey Jonah fuck. Hill, once a fat kid, always a fat kid. All right, lose <laughs> all that weight doesn't fucking matter. You're still an insecure little shit. Yeah, dude, do you see? Like, Everybody the- go online and bully Jonah Hill. I fucking hate that dude, guy. Did you see like like people are trying to like feel bad for him because they'll go on talk shows and like. I was fierce. Yeah, and I think it was Kimmel. He was like, he was like, Jonah, he's like, you you smell fantastic. And he's like, and he plays it like, he's like, well, what are you trying to say? That like, I should smell bad? I don't know what that means. And it's like, dude, it's Kimmel. He's a late night guy. He's making a fucking joke. Like, chill the fuck out. 
We need a late night guy that would just fucking double down on that. Eric like, Andre. Yeah. yeah. Eric Andre is too busy, like trying to prank people. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like psychologically torturing people. Yeah. We need a, we need a middleman where Jimmy Kimball should, what are you trying to say? I, I, should, smell, I should smell bad. Yeah. Cause you're too fat to wipe your own ass, Jonah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. What, but he's you, dating what you, some What do you need me to walk you to the door on that? He but, was dating, not anymore. Yeah, but he dropped he, his dead weight, yeah. and there's a lot of it. But he was dating a surfer, right? And she was like, I think well, what happened? Like she posted like bikini pics on Instagram. He didn't he's want like, her posting yeah. bathing suit pictures on Instagram because guys were jacking off to her. And then he didn't even want her to go surfing because there'd be other guys there. What does she even look like? What's she's, her name? She's hot. She's attractive. It's it's hard to be a professional surfer and not be attractive. Well, yeah, because you got to have a fucking wicked body. <clears throat> Sarah Brady, her name is. Let me look her up. The first picture to come up is her like bikini pictures and going. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty. I'm surprised that he was able to eh, it's bag her. Yeah. That's because she didn't know what an insecure yeah. little fat then, kid he yeah, still was. Yeah, and then was. he he posted that Netflix special where he like talks to his therapist for an hour. It's some dumb shit, dude. I I can't fucking stand. He's a pretentious fucking asshole. That's his problem, all right, Jonah Hill. Your problem isn't that you were. It's not that you were fat. It's not that nobody likes you. It's that you're a pretentious fuck. Yeah, and he showed his acting chops. And like, you know, that he wasn't just for comedy. Like he was in Wolf of Wall Street, had a little scene in Django Unchained, War Dogs. He started working with these big time names. And now he's like, you know, he thinks he's too fucking cool for school. Reminds me of another guy that we know whose name starts with J. Piece of shit. What's with you J people and yeah, being fucking you, dicks? What's with you J? What's I'm just with kidding. you Jews? I, I, just oh, kidding. Oh boy. No, I, I've uh, several friends. Actually, my entire my entire mother's side of my family all all their names start with J. That's not good. Yeah, they're all they all suck. <laughs> Even your mom's name starts with J. Oh yep. boy, it's uh, it was there was four of them. It was uh, J. Jo- oh, wow, I can't remember my own family's names. Right. Jason, Jeff, Joy, and Jessica. Wow. Fun fact. I all didn't right. know that. Yeah, man, it was weird. I don't know why they did it. My yeah. name starts with a K, so fuck them. Fuck it. <laughs> um, so yeah, what were we talking about? Barbie. Yeah, uh, really trailed off with this Jonah Hill thing. Fuck, uh, cause fuck Jonah. Hill. I'm going off. Oh, again. I was no, I was really in quick. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was talking about comedies like those early two thousands. Like, yeah, I mean, but those were still considered like big comedies. Like there hasn't really been good comedies lately. No, even like I, when you got I, top guys like Sandler, like his last few movies. I don't think there have been many good movies. Period to come out in a very long time, yeah. and I think comedies suffer even more from that because writing comedies hard, dude. Like you, anybody yeah. can write like a like a a a, a drama yeah. and just make it really sad, and it can kind of work. Yeah, but, but to be to funny, be, yeah, to be funny on purpose is even harder. Like to write words down that are funny. Yeah, I agree. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, Barbie was good, and you know what? I was a little worried going in because 
going in, you know, of course, I was like, God, there's no original, like, movies coming out anymore. I mean, it's like you're making movies based off toys, blah, blah, blah. But, <laughs> dude, it was fucking – I really enjoyed it. Um, The humor in it was just – it was like – it was like my type of humor too. Like when that like intern comes in to tell the CEOs that the fucking Barbie escaped, like Barbie escaped from Barbie land. And they're like, what? He's like, I'll whisper it to you. (laughs) So he like whispers it to one of the guys at the round table. He's like, and then they all just, and then it like a minute later gets to Will Ferrell. He's like, what? (laughs) And like, it was just so dumb and goofy, but yeah, I I fucking, I thought they were going to go for like a, you ever play the game Telephone? Yeah. I thought it was going to be like a telephone joke, but then Will Ferrell gets it perfect. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I like the, I like the scene right too. after that, or I'm not right after it, but eventually uh, when they bring Barbie in and then she tries to escape and they're chasing her around. Yeah. And it was like a goofy version of Pac-Man. Like, yeah. They're like running up and down the aisles of this like corporate like hellhole all these office. cubicles yeah and they're just running in straight lines and will ferrell runs right past barbie and doesn't do anything about it and he turns away, he's like oh shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then they're trying to get through the uh the thing but they don't have their key card like somebody give me a key card someone give me a key and he like throws it and misses he's like oh now we'll never get out and he <laughs> just, just opens anyway he's over. like Aha! yeah um, it was it was very funny a lot of there was a lot of humor in this and they you know, a lot of people, uh, something I talked about with, you know, Serena and a lot of her friends, because they were talking about how this movie, like, oh, it makes you cry, blah, blah, blah. And like, it, it, it got me a little bit with the, with the scenes, but I was talking to like a group of girls about it. And they were like, you just kind of like, won't get it. Cause I grew up with three brothers. Mm-hmm. I didn't, you know what I mean? So like, they were like, yeah, it just kind of hits you different when you experience like growing up with these toys and, you know, like sharing these experiences with, with your, with, you know, your mom and your grandmother and whoever. And it was just something I just, I couldn't personally relate to. Well, you we're not, we, me and you were not the target. Don't say I'm not the target audience. You, <laughs> this, no, this is what Barbie turned you into, pal. I'll, I'll slit throats. You weren't dressing like this before. <laughs> The Barbie movie indoctrinated my friend into the gay agenda. The no. Barbie movie made me gay, and, and now, now I'm a, upset. Now he's a trans woman. The Barbie movie turned me into Elton John. Oh, that's exactly how all of this works. Uh, oh, Ben Shapiro, save us. Uh, oh, I want to use Ben Shapiro's gonads as a punching bag. He's punching my balls. Uh, balls uh, shouldn't be punched. Um, ah, my phone again. Stop dropping Can it. Can I take off the glasses Yes. Oh, everything's so gray. Can I take off the hat? No. No. <laughs> you can turn the shirt into a mankini, though. Gee, thanks, Pop. No problem. So, uh, is there any dislikes? Ugh. <laughs> I can't. You don't even know how. Okay. Was there anything you disliked about Barbie? You know what? Weirdly enough, no, I don't think there was. Yeah, I think there were just things that I liked, and then like I was just kind of coasting with whatever well, we, else. We say it all the time: when a movie is really good, you can excuse a lot of some of some bad of the flaws. And when a movie's really bad, it accentuates the bad things. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it knew it was stupid. You know, like if they do the scene we just talked about, the chasing where Will Ferrell like runs right past Barbie and was like, "Oh God." 
If it was yeah. trying to take itself seriously. Normally I, normally, I do. Ha- like, there was a thing. The movie was so good that things I normally hate, I didn't even, like, it didn't bother me. Like, I normally hate the, like, overly stupid character. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I can't work a key card. Yeah. But it was weird enough that, like, yeah. that fit. It fit into the universe. Because they established it right away. Yeah. And they did a really good job of, you know, um, what's the word? The, the uh, like, distinguishing between the real world and Barbie world, they're two completely different things. Like, they're, it's, like, uh, r- like really hammered home that yeah. the real world is how it is, and then Barbie world's so weird. But then they go to the office of the play, the company that owns Barbie, and it's weird, too. Yeah. So it's, like... It's a really, it makes sense. It's really good. Like, there's all the shots. There's a shot where Barbie's kind of coming to the realization that the real world's weird and fucked up to her. And she just kind of sits on a bench and, like, is looking at a tree. And she's, like, she's kind of getting it. And, like, it's like the bad makes the good better almost. Like, yeah. In the she's real world. with the old lady at the bus station. Yeah. And then, spoiler alert, at the end, you know, to a point where... Barbie wants to be part of the real world instead of being part of the Barbie world. She starts off the movie, which again, by the way, great character growth for Barbie. Who would have thought? Who would have thought you could have done that much character growth with a Barbie doll? Yeah. I mean, to to open up and be like, my world's perfect. My toast pops right out of the toaster and lands on my plate every day. Yeah, she's stuck in this infinite loop. Yeah. And it's like she wakes up. She waves at the other Barbies. She gets, you know, her breakfast. She showers. And she's, like, doing all this stuff. Like, she's brushing her teeth, but she's not really brushing her teeth. Yeah, she doesn't really, like, drink water. Yeah. And then um, she's, like, going through this, like, monotonous infinite loop and, like, as her character experiences what she experiences through malfunctioning and going to the real world, slowly she realizes that that's not enough for her. And yeah. she has this kind of moment where she freaks out and she goes, I don't really know what I want. Like, I don't, I've, I started this off. Which it was great. Cause they were in the middle of this giant dance party. She goes, does anyone <laughs> else think about death? Uh- <laughs> and everyone, it just went so quiet. They're like, that was so funny. I was laughing my ass off. She's like, anyone else think about dying? <laughs> it was so out of nowhere. Dude, it, it and that was great because that just totally like, because you're coasting through their everyday yeah, routine. I think that was and the then mo- it just goes, bam. That was the moment like, it really set up what this movie was like, the, my expectations of the movie. That yeah. moment right there, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Yeah. I was like, that is sick. She goes to bed. She's like, and she's like, ah, and I'm not going to think about death anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And she's just, I don't even think she slept that night. It just like turns to day. She's still like, okay. And that's when, so this is the other reason. So uh, the movie opens up with opening narration. I I think I'm accepting at this point that all modern movies will. But this is where they, this is where they got me with it. So opens up with narration, just kind of explaining Barbie world. And then there's like a song that plays about Barbie's morning routine. Yeah. And then um, the next day when she starts to malfunction, the song is all warped and fucked up. Yeah. And it was like the, the song was like referencing that Barbie was like starting to worry about dying and like worrying about death and like her morning routines getting all fucked up like her toast is burnt and yeah this, and that and didn't that. hit me right away because I heard the song again. I'm like, oh, okay, it's like the yeah. same. But then I, I 
started to focus in on the lyrics again. I'm like, it wait, starts what the to fuck? get all like warped and weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, they did that, and then I wish I I don't wish they did it more because I feel like it would have kind of like saturated the joke. But the scene when the narrator cuts in and completely breaks the fourth wall was fucking hysterical. Oh, that was great. When Barbie's having yeah, Barbie's having like a like a insecure like meltdown. She's like, I just don't think I'm beautiful anymore. The whole movie pauses, straight up record scratch, and the narrator kicks in and goes, Note to the filmmakers, if you want to hammer if you want to get this point across, do not cast Margot Robbie. And then the movie just kicks back on oh, yeah. and she's like, I'm ugly and stupid and I and it's like Yeah. And it's like That's how self aware this movie is. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was fantastic. And I hate fourth wall breaks. I I hate when movies or anything really breaks the you fourth wall. You mean you don't like how Deadpool he talks to you the whole time? Fuck you, Deadpool. I it was I maybe. I don't know. May, Deadpool might be an exception to I like I the know. first Deadpool. I hate the second one, but we've talked about this. That's because they were like, you spent all this time making the first one. It was great. Here's a bunch of money for the second. Better come out by next year. The problem with Deadpool is he started off as a really great satire of of superheroes and then got absolutely uh, corporatized. Yeah. He got fucking swept up and now he's like a corporate icon. Yeah. So it's like, it's not fun anymore. But you know what, though? I He is working really hard to make this third one, uh, Ryan Reynolds and... I, I am kind of excited. I wish they would have just skipped the second one and gone straight into this one, because this yeah. one seems like the real sequel. Yeah, I hate... Yeah, Deadpool this is like 2 r- popped out so quick. I, I know, like, fuck dude. Did that I didn't from? even hear any, like, publicizing about it or uh, advertising. Uh, it just was out one day. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I hated it. And then, uh, yeah, now Ryan Reynolds, I think, is starting to, like, do his own thing now and, like, you know... Like, I'm running the show this time, and now he's taking all this time to make this third one. He's been working on it for, like, years already. And teaming up with Hugh Jackman, like, I think it's going to well, be yeah, dope. I mean, that, that, I, like, we need more passion projects. That yeah. The best movies are passion projects. Oh, yeah. And we're not going to get them. 99% of the movie. And you know what? That's how it's probably always been. You know, obviously, those movies get lost to time. Like, yeah. you, you can't really look back on art and realistically and be like oh the night i think the 90s were the best time for movies personally i think it was right before things got like way too corporate and you know movies started making millions and trillions of dollars yeah i think my favorite generate my favorite decade of movies is i think it's it's got to be this for me i think it's the 70s Mm. I like the seventies and I like the nineties. The eighties seemed like it was either made by too John. Weird. It was either John Hughes movies or like over the top action movies. Yeah, and it was too weird. It like it was too too Breakfast Club. Too, yeah, right. John Hughes. Yeah, nobody fucking, really talked like a real person. They're like, yeah, right, yeah, let's do it. And yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, stop it, yeah, stop like, that. You know, and they they are good movies, but it's like I I mean yeah. Like the first, like when I think of '80s movies, like the first movies that come to my mind are like The Breakfast Club and like Judgment Day. <laughs> you know, I love Judgment Day, but it's like you know what I mean. Those big those, those were your two fucking- options back in the '80s. Yeah, Judgment Day or The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Yo, you want to watch Pretty in Pink or The Terminator? 
<laughs> they, they blew up the White House. Yeah. Um, I think right. that's Independence Day. Fuck, it is. Judge oh, well. Terminator 2. I know. I know. You're they just, blew up the White House, but he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. They blew up the White House in the Breakfast Club. <laughs> why are you? Why do you have a Saturday detention? I blew up the White House. <laughs> what are you in for? I'm a greaser. I blew um, up the White House. Yeah. I'm a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm a domestic terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> We're in Saturday detention with a jack, a geek, an international terrorist. <laughs> Keep this party going. <laughs> what are you in here for? 9-11. <laughs> That's it. I got you for the rest of your life. Saturday detentions. Next up is a Chrysler I sentence you to a lifetime of Saturday detentions. Could you imagine that? Like, they get this Gilgo Beach killer and they sentence him to Saturday detention. <laughs> Say goodbye to your afternoons, buddy. For the rest of your natural born life. He's just sitting in You're going to be dancing in the library to the day you die, Don't pal. you forget about me. Don't, 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 don't. This bit has gone on long enough. Let's get back to Barbie, huh? I don't really know what else to say about it. Um, I was thinking, I, I had your question on the back burner of my head. There was a kind of goofy, oh, I didn't like the daughter. I yeah, thought she was I kind hated of a cunt the, for no reason. So unnecessarily mean. Yeah, like, like like Barbie goes over, she's like, "Hi." She's like, "Get away from me, you fucking fascist." It's like <laughs> and, and and it was like, like this goofy moment where like Barbie goes to walk up to her and this other little girl goes, "Oh, you don't want to go up to her. She'll she'll, you know, she'll forgot, ruin you." Yeah, she was like, "You don't want to talk to her." And I thought it was going to be played off as a joke, like, "Okay, a little girl isn't can't little girls can't be that mean yeah i know that's like a joke it's like oh little girls are like psychology like psychologically fucked up but i've yeah. been around this oh that almost came out weird whoa i was a like camp- i know what you mean I, but whoa. i've been around so many little girls that's saturday <laughs> detention for oh, you right there the rest every of saturday detention i swear to god I worked at a summer camp and an after-school program from, like, the ages of, like, 15 to, like, 23. Yeah. Um, Good times. Hell yeah. Um, I know they tr- they can be mean to each other. They can't be mean to anybody else. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, if you're insulted by a little girl, you got to man up. You got you to gotta reevaluate. Not up. Come on. They're, 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 they're funny. They are yeah. funny. But this girl wasn't. The, whoever, whoever wrote her character... Yeah, it, just it wasn't like, enough. Like, yeah, and I, I, I can kind of see how it would have worked since Barbie. Nobody's ever been mean to Barbie. It wouldn't take that much. But then, like, what the girl said wasn't that great. Like, it wasn't yeah. funny. It was just kind of like, okay, that happened. Yeah, and then she makes Barbie cry and she runs away. But I, I don't under like. I just I didn't buy it. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. They, Maybe it was the actress. Maybe it was, yeah. and they kind of needed to set her. I understand, like they they needed to give her some development because later but on, my whole thing was I just wish that like I know like it showed that she kind of would like drifted from her mom a little bit. I but think- I hate how they made her like you know she dressed in gray and black and was kind of edgy for no reason. She just had like a bitchy attitude. Like I wish there was maybe a little more substance there. Yeah, I think they she- they had enough with just her being a dick to her mom. 
I didn't think they needed to make her a total dick. Like, who's a dick to a complete stranger like that when you're in, like, seventh grade? Yeah. <laughs> like, an adult woman comes up to you and says, hello, and you're like, you fascist fucking... Yeah, and there's other little girls trying, like, running, yeah. like, interference, being like, don't go near her, she'll be mean to you. Yeah. Like, what? Like, if that <laughs> happened to me, like, let's say I found her, like, backpack on the sidewalk or something. I saw her drop it, and I went, hi, uh, this is yours. She'd be like... Fuck you, you pink shirt wearing fucking bitch. I'd be like, okay, well, here's your backpack. All right, here you go. I'm gonna go grab a beer. <laughs> like, what a bitch. But um, I, I think I honestly, I, I, the scene would have worked better without that other little. It was so weird to me. I'm like, who? Like, who is that? Yeah, who is? And that? then when Margot Robbie who has this much of a reputation yeah. when you're 13. But then when Margot Robbie runs away crying, the girl who warned her was like. They never listen. They never like this happens listen. every day. Such a weird character. <laughs> it's so weird. It was like, ugh. I don't know. It 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 did not work for me. That one very specific joke did not work for me. Yeah, but it was just weird. I don't know. It like made me feel weird. I think. Uh, I think. I will personally say. I think it's time that we uh, we move on to the Enheimer. All right, well then let's let's wrap up Barbie. I say I give Barbie the yummiest yum I've ever given. Yeah, I'll, I'll yum the fuck out of it. It it um, I think it's just below as far as modern movies go, just below everything, everywhere, all at once. I think that one still holds king. I did, I did like everything. That one was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but it it yeah. it's a it, it actually reminded me a lot of everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, it was like well, because it was that that self awareness. Yeah, and I the think. personality and yeah. the choices made were so, dare I say, bold. Yeah, it was just it was very and, nice. And you know what? People that have seen Barbie and watched this, I'm sure you'll agree. People who haven't might cause fucking retards, but watch it. Jokes on you, you're retarded. Yeah, go see the doll movie. Idiots. Can I take the hat off now. Yeah. Can... Oh God, it's so itchy. It's all like. Buzz. I think Nikki wants it. She, 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 you you can give it to her. She'll probably start crying. I can really have I, the pink hat. Oh my god. Charlie, Charlie really gave me the pink hat. Uh now I feel like I feel like a like a hooker who just got off her shift and she's back at her apartment, like took the wig off and like I'm like half done. You, you know? look like a male hooker. I am a male. <laughs> And you are a hooker. And I am a hooker. I'll suck in. Fuck in. Tuck in. Yeah. Uh, Let's do this. I'm already bored. Oppenheimer. I, you know what? I'm not going to give it the same respect I gave Barbie before I even do the plot summary. I fucking hated it. Dude, don't do a plot. There's no plot, a plot summary. summary. There's I, no- I have to do a plot summary. What do you mean? I have to. Dun, 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 uh. All right, Oppenheimer. Can I do this no- one? You want to? You just told me not to. Yeah. But, uh, you can certainly try. Um, just go. Just, just go. Why, you, why do you keep doing this? Yeah. You keep asking me and then... Because I don't like this movie. I'm loading up my notes. I got my notes so right why'd here. You want, so why'd you ask me to do the plot I don't know, because it's, it's gay. <laughs> Coming from a man in a... Low cut <laughs> yeah. pink t-shirt, slicked back hair. You need a haircut. I do kind of. It's starting to like grow out yeah. on the sides here. Once you get the mullet thing going on, yeah, you got the Joe Dirt happening right now. Yeah, got the, the old David Spade look. Yuck! Nobody should look like David Spade. Not even David Spade. 
All right. Can you keep it brief? I'm going to try. It- okay, you know what? I'm going to do it. There's a guy. No. Oppenheimer. <laughs> There's a guy. <laughs> Opens up with Oppenheimer. Matt or, Damon. Uh, what's Oppenheimer's first name? I- J. J. Robert Oppenheimer. Uh, all right. Oppenheimer was the man who invented the nuke. The atom bomb. He was, uh, sure. He was the, uh, he was a theoretical physicist, I think, right? Yeah. He, um, yeah, he, did, he's, he did stuff. So this movie opens up with him. He's in, first of all, there's like four different plots in this movie. Uh, <laughs> opens up him going to school in Europe. Uh, he's having a bad time. He hates his tutor or something. His teacher. Um, and he tries to poison him with cyanide in his apple white. (laughs) Yeah. And then almost accidentally kills a renowned scientist whose name I forget. Yeah. Kenneth (laughs) Branagh. Unfortunately for you guys, there were a lot of very famous scientists in this movie and I don't know any of them, but I know that they uh, were famous because every time somebody would pop up, Nikki would start freaking out next to me. Why? She'd be like, she, she knows science? She is a scientist. Oh, I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, she would freak out, and I'd go, all right, I guess he's somebody. Uh, that was my only clue that these were famous people. Now, uh, so he then finds out from the man he almost killed that he should be going to school in Germany, not England. So he goes to Germany and learns all this shit, and then... Uh, and he goes, I'm going to be the one to take this to America. And so he takes it back to America. Ha ha. And he starts teaching it at somewhere. Yeah. And then after a long, successful career of that, he gets invited to the Manhattan Project, yeah. which is historically the project where we built the atom bomb. Mm-hmm. Um. He's the director. He runs the whole thing. Matt Damon is a general that hires him, which is a funny sentence. Yeah. And uh, then they build the bomb. And uh, that's it. And then. (sighs) All right. Christopher Nolan does his memento thing where he fucking has to tell the story like it was a fucking puzzle piece. Uh, Like it was a fucking adventure game i don't know so there's like four different plot lines and four different timelines happening all at the same time because he doesn't know how to just make a linear story it's very what annoying if started here and then went back it's there, very and annoying went over here and it, then, it, yeah. it that's not even true because he did that with the batman trilogy just fine yeah and 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 no and everybody that's the movies that people like chris hop on it um so then Parts of it are exploring after the atom bomb, about 10 years after um, Oppenheimer has security clearance within the government because, he, you know, he was the man that made the bomb. So, you know, he gets to say stuff. Uh, he joins a government thing program run by Robert Downey Jr., who after that tries to get his security clearance taken away, so he loses all of his power in government because uh, Oppenheimer likes fucking with him. Um, and then, I don't know, half the movie was in the Cold War, half of it was during World War II, and it was, like, spliced together, and it was fucking annoying, 
and Oppenheimer uh, gets a security clearance taken away, but Robert Downey Jr. doesn't become a senator. I don't know. And that's the end of the fucking movie. I don't know. I, it was a fucking terrible, fucking nonsensical mess. And fucking awful. I hated every fucking minute of it. You know, when I after I watched it, I I, I want to read this to you. I looked right. up some reviews, and I've noticed this pattern of people who say it's good are clear. Like, here's the thing: if Christopher Nolan didn't direct this movie, it wouldn't have been nearly as popular. Nobody would have seen it. Uh, no one would have saw it. But the guy's got a reputation. Um, so people that were raving about it, saying how good it was, they weren't saying why. <laughs> so, like, this is ten out of ten. I'm still collecting my thoughts after experiencing this film. Uh, this film is a masterclass in weaving narratives in different time periods while exploring the profound depths of a man whose actions altered the world's trajectory forever, for better or worse. Nolan brings us into complexities of Oppenheimer and the moral conflicts stirring within. Murphy's portrayal is so riveting that the long runtime became an afterthought. Oh, no, it didn't. <laughs> he said, Robert Downey Jr. also did great. And Nolan's push and pull with how he uses sound design is a cherry on top. What? Some viewers might need a brief refresher on World War II and Cold War history, but any film lover should be happy to willingly lose themselves in this film for hours on end. Like, that didn't say really anything about the movie. It was just, like, riveting. Now, this says uh, 1 out of 10. His best films, Inception, Memento, use all kinds of time-dimension warping shenanigans to produce what are finally superb and engrossing movies. But give him a simple story and a regular time base, and he is lost. So here we have three hours of episodic soap opera-style vignettes, one after another <laughs> after another, until it, thankful, until it thankfully finishes. There's no forward <laughs> momentum, no character development, just some good acting, as you should expect, and some okay cameos. Um, the cinema was full to capacity when I watched this film, and I have never heard so much sniggering. <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that's an old-timey word pal. yeah but in the end i think we moved on to snickering yeah but in the end this film is just dull so so dull so dull yeah and it's like okay like you're talking about the lack of character development and you know again forward like momentum and pushing the plot forward yet people who are raving about it are like he told a riveting tale. Yeah, they, like, there's no depth in your review about the. It's movie very generic. Itself. There's there's nothing really specific about it. Like you know, when we say things, we back it up with like they did yeah. this, they did this, and it was really good. And this is a representative of the whole. It's just like I don't it, know. It, like if 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 they if that guy wrote a review for McDonald's, it would be I liked it. They had a burger and 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 the fries no, came too, right on the that's side. That's too specific. That's too specific. <laughs> they they good food. I'm I'm just gonna say this is probably gonna be more of a brief review because I really did fucking hate it and it just seemed like nothing was happening the whole time. I didn't get intrigued until Matt Damon showed up. Oh, Matt Damon. Lucky sh- you. Well, I'm saying I Matt, wasn't intrigued. Well, I'm saying at all, Matt Damon ever. showed up and he goes, you know, like we're, you know we're doing something and. And they're they're like fence off this area in the desert, He's build a fucking town, make sure no one fucking leaves till we're done. And like I thought that aspect was cool, but then once they got there, it just fell flat again. Yeah, 
So I lost interest like 15 minutes later. It felt like it, it did feel like that should have been the moment where the movie started to pick up. Yeah, they could have just gave him this background of being a renowned physicist and then have Matt Damon go over and be like, hey, I'm with the fucking like U.S. military. Whatever. There was like, a lot of fat that could have been trimmed off. This movie. So much. Um, I don't think it would have made it a good movie, but it would have made it more tolerable. Yeah, I um, liked like three things in this movie. I didn't like anything about this movie. I I liked one part where he's like about to teach a class and some guy goes in and was like, oh, I'll translate for you if you want. But then he just starts speaking Dutch. Oh. And the guy was like, what, what, what the fuck? But that's like, you're talking about a two second little like joke in a three hour movie. Yeah. But that I was like, Heh. and I think yeah. the rest was so bad that I just. I so my biggest fucking problem with this movie is that it was three hours straight of virtually uncut dialogue, and that's it. That there were brief moments without dialogue, and obviously there's the bomb scene, but other than that, these people did nothing but talk. For the entire runtime of the movie. To a point where there wasn't even silence in between scenes. A scene would end on somebody talking. And the next scene would pick up with another person talking. So it would be like, so we have to go get the bomb. Alright, we're here getting the bomb. And it's just like, oh, dude. dude like it was so headachy. It was, and there was, so I think this was the point. Don't anybody go in the comments and be like, you missed the point. The point is that like there's a constant ringing throughout the movie. It's like a tinnitus kind of thing, like a bomb went off in your head kind yeah. of thing. It's a constant, monotonous ring to it. And I hated it so much. It When nobody was talking, and everybody kind of talked at that kind of level, like nobody was really yelling or nobody was screaming. It was just a monotonous tone. And when so, and the brief times people stopped talking, there was some kind of noise going me the whole time. And I wanted to get up. I hate that. And like sacrifice myself to make it stop. Well, you told me you you were like, dude, if we didn't do a podcast, I wouldn't have seen this fucking movie. I, I tried w- to weasel my way out of it. I was tr- I was considering getting up and leaving, I, like halfway through. I, I I do not leave movie theaters very often. I was considering getting up and leaving, but if again for this podcast, I stayed. That's the only reason. I was trying to get out of it because I just heard from everyone that it was bad. So I was like, Keegan, wouldn't it be funny if we went to review Oppenheimer? But <laughs> yeah. I know I, I wound up just not seeing it. Yeah, luckily, I'm the smart one of the duo. And you were like, <laughs> "Fuck you, you're going to see it." I'm like, "Yeah, but but wouldn't it? Wouldn't but wouldn't really it be funny? funny if, be really, if, funny, if, really funny if I just like didn't see it and you're like trying to review?" I said but, yes, but go see the fucking movie. Yeah, you're like, yeah, that would be funny. Now go get a fucking ticket. I'm like, Daddy, I don't wanna. But it it was exhausting. It was exhausting. And then the big selling point of the movie was the fucking bomb. And they get Josh Peck to click the button. Fuck him. Josh like, Peck. Megan. What a, what a, why? Yeah, what bothered me the most about that is like, it's not even like they gave Josh Peck like a role. A role where it's like, huh. Josh, Josh Peck. Peck. Huh. Huh. Oh. Like, I think he was like, I'm going to click the button now. His job was the ignition guy. Yeah. So he, he goes in, up. clicks a couple of switches. He's got the key card on his neck. 
like he yeah. looks really nervously back at, at Killian Murphy, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. His job was to if the if the bomb failed for any reason, it would waste months of plutonium that they were gathering. Yeah, uh, they would have it landed. It would have landed in the desert, and plutonium would have won everywhere, and it would have been a big waste. So his job was to. I don't even know why I'm explaining this. His job was to, if the ignition coils lost power, he would abort the the launch. Yeah, it was just to so do. That's I, it. That's I, all it dude, is. That's I his hated, character. His I character hated, boils down to what his role was. That's it. Bada bing. I hated like every character in this movie except I enjoyed. The last couple minutes where you find out that Robert Downey Jr. was like fucking him over. Yeah. And I liked that you actually got to see Robert Downey Jr. act at the end of this movie when he started like freaking the fuck out that he was pretty much going to lose all of his credentials. Mm -hmm. Because the whole movie, everyone was just, they were all just talking like this. Yeah. There was nothing really there. And like Emily Blunt was just an alcoholic wife and like Matt Damon had some emotion. Yeah, you know, but he was like, we got fucking, you know. He's the one guy that shouldn't. He's a general. Yeah. And then, and then like, Casey Affleck randomly came in. Rami Malek randomly came in. There's so many just wasted talent where they got all these guys make, doing cameo performances in this fucking movie. Of course, everyone wants to work with Christopher Nolan. But it's just, like, it's just weird to me. I it's, just, it's the Quentin Tarantino effect without the good dialogue. Yeah. And I hate it. I just I didn't get the time frame of anything. All of a sudden, it's ten years later. He meets this girl. All of a sudden, he's married with fucking kids, and then they give the kid away. The most modern part of the movie is the part that's in black and white. Yeah. How did you fuck that up, Christopher Nolan? What? How was that supposed to make any fucking sense? By the time we get colored TV, all of a sudden the world's black and white. Fuck you. See, for me, it's like when you have characters, and like if you don't know what your characters are talking about but your characters know what they're talking about. That's fine with me. Like if I can tell that there's this right. like, understanding, you know, okay. But even these characters, like the actors sounded like they had no idea what the fuck they were talking about. I, I, I could be wrong. I read this very briefly, like on Reddit before you came here. I'm pretty sure the part where Killian Murphy's talking Dutch, he's not even speaking it correctly. Probably not. And there was this big selling point where Robert Downey Jr. was jerking off over the fact that Killian Murphy learned like 30,000 oh, Dutch words. Yeah, the, yeah. And it turns out he's not. Whoa! Turns out he's not even doing it right. Yeah. I just. I definitely fucked up the white balance on that. Oh, well. Um, I hated. I hated Florence Pugh's character. I think that's how you say her last name. His first wife, the one with the really uncomfortable sex scenes. Oh, they're yeah, just not, sitting not, there naked they, they in were the like, chairs. They were like, it was like his girlfriend. Like They never got married because she was depressed or something. Yeah, and she she drowned herself in a bathtub. Yep. And it's like, <laughs> I don't think you could physically bring yourself to do that. You're correct, but she took sleeping pills. Oh, she did? Yeah. yeah. I might have missed that. Yeah, she, she downed sleeping pills and then held her head over the bathtub until she passed out and died. Oh. No, yeah, you, could, you, you cannot drown yourself. You're correct about that. Yeah. Your body um, won't allow you. Yeah. Same uh, reason you can't hold your breath to death. Uh, but yeah, it's. I I hated. The I hated the chemistry of everybody with everybody. Yeah, Florence Pugh was really fucking annoying. She's like riding him, 
And then she just gets off him. I told that was that, like, remember you called me and uh, you were like, "Is there at least a sex scene?" And I said, "Yes, but you're gonna hate it." Because that's I, what I was talking. Because everyone about. on the internet was like talking like about the sex scene. Yeah. So it, I was like, okay, like maybe there's some dope sex. I, so then, like, you know, she, I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to, I want to get too. But I'm, she wasn't. Yeah. Uh, so she's riding. She's pretty. Him. Yeah. yeah. She's riding him, and then she gets off him and like looks at his like library wall, and she like pulls out a Dutch book. It was she's so like, uncomfortable. She goes, she goes, "Can you read this?" He's like, Sanskrit. Yeah. Dutch. He's like, Whatever. He's like, "Yes." She's like, "So read it." So she like gets on top of him and holds the book open, and he starts reading it like in English. And then she goes, "No, like read it how it is." So then, like, you see, like, she grabs his dick and, like, puts it back inside her. And he's, like, reading this Sanskrit, whatever. And she's like, ah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? what? Like, I would never fuck my girlfriend and be like, hold on, and grab the cat in the hat. Can you read this in English? Yeah, yeah. It was supposed to be like, a, oh, he's an intellectual, so he's to do. It's, it's sexy that he's smart, but it was so weird and uncomfortable. Like the way they're they're having sex, and then she just stops, and he's like, "What's wrong?" And she's like, "He will just wanders." Be over. smart. I want you to be smart. And I well, I think it was for him. I don't think it was for her. I think it was like he can't get off unless he's being a fucking smartass. I don't know. It, the whole thing. But even was if fucking, that was the case, it was portrayed horribly. I mildly understand what he was going for, but I don't want to because it was fucking annoying. Yeah. I hated that um like they pulled that uh they pulled like that there will be blood moment where he just gives his kid away. <laughs> yet he feels like no remorse. I think that he just got his kid back later. He's like, I need you to take my boy. He's like, for how long? He's like, I don't know. He's like, but it keeps crying. We can't deal with all the crying. I'm a physicist. I think this. I think it all boils down to the fact that this this is real events. These are really things that happened. So you're almost t- like trapped into doing certain things that yeah. that don't make for a good movie. Yeah. The funniest part to me was when he like sees his girlfriend years later or something, and he was and Killian Murphy was like, I wrote you. She goes, yes, you wrote me, but they were pages of nothing. I was like, quite like the script, Christopher. Quite like the fucking script. <laughs> Ironic. Isn't Ironic, it? <laughs> isn't it? You fucking asshole. God. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just it was three hours straight of people talking, but it was the worst dialogue ever. And it was <sighs> It was too fucking much. I, I knew that this movie wasn't going to be great. I knew just from the trailer. I mean, because it, it's like, okay, it's got a runtime of three hours. This isn't going to be some like epic. It's not going to be like, you know, the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or fucking, you know, like, The Godfather, whatever it is. But like, even, even, the, this, even, fu- even the Avengers movies were better than like, I mean, like, because I don't mind when like an action movie like that's three hours long because shit's happening. Yeah. This was three hours of people talking, and that's cool. In front of a chalkboard, and he's like, well... And that's cool, but that doesn't make for a good movie. I told somebody uh, the other day, they asked me, and I said, dude, you could have listened to this fucking movie on audio. 
and and you wouldn't have missed anything. You would have missed the bomb scene, and that's it. And the bomb scene fucking sucked. It fucking sucked. Because it's like, at the end of the day, too, it's like, well, what are you expecting? You ever see a bomb blow up? Okay, the that's, big... It's just, a, it blew up. Yeah, the big selling point, though, is that they did the nuke without the CGI, because it's all practical effects, and Christopher Nolan hates CGI. And that's cool, but then you see the bomb scene, it's like an artistic representation of what a nuclear bomb explosion looks like. Yeah. It was like colors, and the whole thing's muted in silence until five minutes later when the fucking shockwave hits. And it's yeah. like, this isn't, I don't, it sucked. To, I hated it. And then I, they like have a giant party. They're like, we did it. Yeah. Like, and and it's, just, it's just like a really big explosion filmed from far away to look like a, look like a fucking mushroom cloud. It, but it was like weirdly cut. And it was like five different explosions all cut to look like the same one. It looked amateurish and it looked really fucking bad. And it it like that was the selling point. Like this the movie's been leading up to this and then it happens and it ends and there's still 30 minutes left. And I wasn't impressed. It's like, dude, stop wasting my dude, fucking time, Christopher. I, I was watching this movie. Because again, like I said earlier, I did watch it on some fucking backdoor site because everyone said it sucked and there were no theater times open. Uh but I, I was watching it for a while, and I was like, holy shit, like, this thing's fucking dragging. It's like, I paused it to go to the bathroom. I was 23 minutes in. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> it's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I was so fucking pissed. Yeah, imagine how bad it was for me sitting. Dude, I was like rolling around in my theater seat. <laughs> I wish we could have seen like, this one together. Oh, Oh God! I was like, "How long has it been? Ten minutes?" Oh Jesus! I feel like we could have convinced oh. each other to walk out. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I was gonna walk out half most of the way in. Then I was like, "I have to at least see the bomb scene." I genuinely had to stop myself from walking out after the bomb. Yeah, dude, it was. That was a. Was still half an hour left, hours. and it was like the movie's over, bub. Yeah, he the, did it. And you know what? I, I, uh, so. I think the the majority of these this movie's problems boils down to the fact that this was like a real thing that happened. I personally hate historical movies because a lot of them just boil down to this is a thing that happened. Yeah. But it's like I know how this movie ended because I took history in high school. Or I've just been alive <laughs> for in yeah. this day. De- like I know he builds the bomb. I know it goes off. So I don't, there's no tension when I'm watching the movie and they're all worried that the bomb's not going to go off. And I know it is. Yeah. And so that there's no tension there. This isn't a fake thing. I don't know the outcome. I know the outcome. So you can't hang it there and like have any tension when I yeah, know the bomb's going to go off. in front of me. Like, is it going to work? Is it not? Like, yeah, I know I, it's not because it's fucking, I know it happened. Yeah. You know? I, I just, I didn't, and I'm just, I, I know that we're going to fucking put this up and you're going to have all these comments. Like, of course these fucking guys like Barbie and not Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer was a fucking masterpiece. But like, tell me why then? Because all these positive reviews of this fucking movie are just, Nolan does it again. He made these cinematic magic. Why though? Why is it? Because everyone who fucking hates this movie is giving me solid details on why it fucking blows. 
Yet no one can tell me why this fucking movie's good. My dad took Chris to see it last week. And he was like, I didn't like it, but go for it. And then when I watched it, I'm like, dude, that was fucking horrible. He goes, thank God I'm not alone. Because <laughs> there was a lot of good, like, I mean, you round up a cast like that. Even uh, Benny Safdie was in it. And he was in, um, him and his brother directed Uncut Gems. Right. And he, they were in, uh, Benny Safdie was in the movie Good Time that they also directed. He played a supporting role in that. He was really good in it. It was a crazy fucking movie. It's on Netflix. Um, and yeah, like he was in it again. Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Casey Affleck, Rami Malek, all these, uh, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt, Florence Pugh. Like they're all talented, but it's like, I just feel like no one fucking did anything. No one did, did shit. And again, if Nolan wasn't directing this fucking movie, no one would have fucking seen this thing. The performances were good. Yeah. They were good. You had very talented actors. I Yeah. They took their I'm not roles. I'm ver- anyone. Uh, well, let me finish. I Jesus Christ, guy. Let me. Uh, just I know, but I, okay. I'm trying to be All dramatic right, about it. Be dramatic. Where was I? The performances were good. You had very talented actors. Doing very th- the problem was they're all real people. Real people aren't exciting enough to be in movies. Maybe Oppenheimer. Maybe he's weird and smart enough to make a movie about. But everybody else around him, no, they they're they just people. They're just real people. Like they're, yeah, they're just real people. And like movies need to be exaggerated and this movie wasn't exaggerated it was just boring it was like this is what happened and i don't want to see that in a movie it looked good christopher nolan very talented filmmaker not a very talented writer he's a great cinematographer great shots if you're like the if you're like the people that like 2001 and you just want to look at pretty pictures for three hours straight, yeah, he does you're gonna love this spot. movie. But story wise, this movie was no. dog shit, and that's the you know, that's why I go to see movies. I see I go to see good stories, yeah, not good film reels. Because <laughs> you can create a character, and you could be like, oh, this guy. I mean, it's so rare to have an interesting. To have a true story and like a really interesting character. I mean, the first movie that comes to my mind with a that was a true story that was really fucking good is Catch Me If You Can. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that. I have. I do like it. Great fucking movie. Loved it. This kid, all before I think it was all before his twentieth birthday. He he was a a pilot, um, a lawyer, a doctor. He I liked, will say. It is greatly over-exaggerated because, like some other movies we've done, the only source we have is the guy himself, and he's clearly not a credible source. Yeah, but he was, you know, and he was writing fake checks, and he just, like, conned his way through fucking life. It was with Tom Hanks, Leonardo DiCaprio, Spielberg directed it, and it was fucking great. Great movie. It was a great fucking movie about an interesting guy. But when you have this guy who did one thing, like, I made a bomb. And then you make it three hours. Even catch me if you can. Again, this kid had faked his way through three crazy jobs, became a millionaire, was cashing fake checks. The movie was maybe like two hours and ten minutes, maybe. You know what I mean? Have it on DVD. I could oh, you it. do? You got it over there? Yeah. It's... 
It's, uh, it's uh, two hours, 21 minutes. Good yeah. call, Chuck. I don't, I don't even think Oppenheimer's story is a bad story to tell. It's just the way Christopher Nolan told it. Yeah. Um. But I was, I was gonna say, you want a good historical? This just kind of happened. Movie, uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> How could you go wrong? <laughs> of course, it's a true story. You think that man lied about anything? Shit. He's like, that's not even the most exciting thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Why am I drawing blank? Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Hunter S. Thompson's trip to fucking all he was going to do was fucking write an article on the on the dirt bike races that they were having in Vegas and ends up getting so fucking high that he gets like he's like incapable of it. Um But that's yeah, a movie I don't that- uh, again, I, I, I don't think up like they said in the movie, Matt Damon starts freaking out on this fucking Poindexter. Yeah. Who keeps asking why he should go do this thing. And he goes, because it's the most important thing that's ever happened in the history of man. Like, that's correct. You're correct. The nuclear bomb changed the entire world. Oppenheimer changed the entire world. And then 70 years later, Christopher Nolan made a really boring movie about it. Yeah. It's like you took like a really significant moment in history and just. Just didn't. Do it justice. Yeah. And and it was bound to be kind of a boring movie, but Christopher Nolan can't get over yeah, himself. I, I it, knew it was going to be kind of tamed for the most part. I'm like, it's about this physicist guy. And, you know, it's. and But like, there's interesting things in there. Like, clearly he had fucking relationship issues and he's he's a fucking hyper genius. And yeah. The the type of science he did was entirely theory based. It none of it was real, tangible things. The guy discovered fucking black holes based on math equations. Yeah. That's insane. Like he discovered a thing we wouldn't visibly see until like last year. Like he discovered it without actually ever seeing it, without seeing evidence for it, wrote papers on it. Like black holes exist and we know about it because of him. And like that's an interesting person. That's yeah. a, the way he saw things. There's the whole part of the movie where he would sit up at night and see electrons spinning around. Like he would hallucinate electrons. He would just lay there, like freaking out about yeah. it. Like holy shit! It's like, and guy, like I have to do something. And and the guy sucked at math. He sucked at you know lab work. Like all this shit that makes you a scientist. But he was so good at theory that he brought that brought quantum yeah. physics to to the and, US. Like just you telling me that right now sounds fucking interesting. It's all it's it it's, is interesting. It was the delivery. It was yeah. Christopher it was Nolan's failed delivery. inability to just tell a story. And it's like you like I couldn't imagine I couldn't I couldn't imagine watching this movie again. Cuz no, I've seen I, I so many movies so many times that like I get excited when one that I kind of forgot about pops into my head and then I'll like go to Serena's house. I'm like, I got to show you this fucking movie. And I showed her catch me if you can kind of mm. recently and she fucking loved it. And you know, it's like, I Too fear and loathing next. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine showing this movie to her. I couldn't imagine showing this movie to myself again. <laughs> like, you know what? It's a rainy day. Maybe I'll watch Oppenheimer. I felt no. bad dragging Nikki there. She was like sick as fuck. Dude, I'd rather chop great. my foot off and shove it up my own ass. <laughs> it was terrible. 
I just, I, it was, and I, here's the thing too. I was a fan of the Dark Knight trilogy. I was a fan of Memento. I liked certain parts of Inception. Like, I, you know, I, I feel like there's one more big Christopher Nolan movie that I'm missing. Oh, well, there's Interstellar. Tenet. I, I didn't like Tenet. <laughs> but, like, I've, I haven't liked know. anything he's done since The Dark Knight. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, you know, like the biggest Christopher Nolan fan, but I, you know, I've I've enjoyed he's his very, movies over time. The Prestige. He's very talented. We we compared this to another very talented man who we don't like, Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, Christopher Nolan is very Kubrick esque, where he has a fantastic visual uh, eye. He he can make things that look great. And I, I like that, you know, he's, he kind of doesn't like CGI. I, I, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I dig I'd, that. I'd like to see more of that throughout Hollywood. But he's a terrible storyteller. He's an awful storyteller. And that's why we go to see hit movies, for good stories. Um, I can already tell, you know, what the comments are going to be. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, about, oh, well, visually it was this. And I, I know. It's just, yeah. I know. Outside of visuals, tell me something. I know. It, it visually, it was very, sh- it was shot very well. It looked very nice. All the characters looked really cool. Yeah. But the sets were nice. Uh, you know, like, a man, you know? Yeah, I just, but, I mean, I could, I could kind of like shit talk this for a while, but. To me, it's just not even worth it. I I wouldn't go I see it. this. I'd rate it if we're doing your yuck yum thing. I'll throw up on the floor. <laughs> like, I this game this movie gave me terminal cancer. <laughs> <laughs> this movie turned me gay. Uh, no, Barbie did that. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds washboard abs. Yeah. Oh god damn it. Um, this movie made me want to blow myself. Oh my up god! You know what I wanted to talk about with the Barbie movie? We're gonna go right back to it. The fucking interpretive dance scene made me laugh my ass off. The Barbies oh, I'm trick just Ken. Yeah, the no the, the the Barbies trick the Kens into fighting with each other, and they go to the beach to fight, and it turns into an interpretive dance routine, and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. I wanted to talk about Barbie a little bit more after souring my mouth with Oppenheimer. We should have done Oppenheimer first. Yeah, just get it out of the way. Yeah, fuck it, whatever. I'll just edit it. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, uh, Oppenheimer wasn't for me. It's not for me. me. And you know what? Here's the thing, too. If it was for you, that's fine. This is our opinion, although part of me does feel like it does seem factual. Like, he didn't get it's into... It's a very educated opinion. Yeah. You you don't have to trust us, yeah. but you should. And if you disagree, don't call me a fucking virgin. Just tell me why you disagree. <laughs> you I'd will. love to hear why you disagree. I love people. <laughs> like, don't make fun of me. Tell me your opinion, too. I Pe- love talking about movies. People take your like movie opinions so personally. It makes me laugh. Yeah. It's like you you state your p- opinion on the internet, and there's like 13-year-olds being like... <laughs> yeah. some, guy po- some guy posted a video on the internet of why he loves the movie Fight Club. And then some other guy just writes right under it. Why don't you get the fuck off IMDb and go watch a real movie? I'm like, like, dude. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, everyone knows Fight Club. I mean, yeah, it's a good movie. Because like, I've said it before. I'll say it again. It's so easy for anyone to write a comment. Yeah, it's oh, much harder 
to sit here with your face on camera and give a good laid out review of some not i'm not stroking ourselves off i'm not even i'm not even talking about us we just get we just turn on some cameras and you know act like dicks for an hour you're stepping on ants over there the fuck yeah you, doing? you had the, those one of those pincher bugs in your room oh god i hate those things yeah i don't want to crawl in your ear at night um yeah it's it's so easy for any idiot to just type out a comment and and the funniest part is that like 99% of comments that are like in response to anybody is like, it's not even an argument. It's like, you're wrong. LOL. Yeah. It's like, you have a little dick. It's like, okay, that's, that's great. That's very conclusive. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of like, that was, that was an incredible argument. Yeah. It's like, why'd you yeah. even type that out? I'll, I'll be like, it's so easy. I could be like, man, I really love the movie. Like, you know, fucking, like Jaws was great, and they're like overrated. Like okay. Jaws is gay. Yeah, gay sharks. You're in the gay water? for liking Jaws. Gay, gay sharks? Question mark. Are you a retard? Yeah. <laughs> well, fuck it. All right. So Barbie, yum. Oppenheimer, yuck. Massive yum. I give Barbie a ten, and you know I don't number movies. Yeah. Ten on Barbie, zero on Oppenheimer. Well. On Two that, most different movies ever created. Yeah, and I hated one and I loved the other. Well, on that note, this has been another episode of Degenerate Movie Reviews. I'm J. Robert Oppenheimer. I'm Margot Robbie's feet. Oh, God. I know what I'm doing later. Jerk off to me, baby. Oh, big time. <laughs>